This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Twitter question number one. We'll go ahead and get to it. What caused Joe Burrow's slow start last week? Well, <laughs> rain to me. I think the weather was the biggest factor. Uh, I know the Browns defense did a lot of interesting stuff and they do a good job of attacking this Bengals offense. So I think that compounded it a little bit, but I've never seen Burrow as inaccurate as he was in that game. And maybe some people are going to attribute that to the calf, but to me, I think it was weather and you can look at the um, rain as an issue because he was messing with like going glove, no glove. It didn't matter. He couldn't throw the ball accurately. He's actually listening to uh, the athletic football show has something with, I believe it's Chase Daniel now mm-hmm. uh, where they talk about quarterbacks, and how they played. And he basically just went, does Burrow have small hands? And, you know, was like, yes. And then he's like, yeah, he had real issues gripping the ball in the rain. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's the main thing he took away, too. And I think I don't want to discredit the Browns defense because they played awesome. But I think the main takeaway for why he was so bad and not just like normal bad or just a little stifled or whatever, or maybe, you know, we're complaining more about the receivers because he's throwing it accurately and they're not there, not getting any separation um, is because of the rain. I think the rain was a real issue. But you got to figure out the rain, too, because they were abysmal in that situation and it rains in Cincinnati and they have one dome game. So there's a chance of rain in 16 games. I know we said on the last podcast, we thought that was his first rain game. It wasn't Joe Burrow is from Ohio. He's played. Right. 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 But the ball's smaller in high school and college. Yeah. But I, I, I think honestly, I think Joe brings up a really good point in his press conference this week. Um, when asked about snow and, and and even when it's downpouring, Joe was even saying like, if it was downpouring, it would have been better, but the rain was a nice drizzle, just enough to stick on the ball. And it felt like it was never coming off every single time he was touching the ball. It was just that drizzle on the ball and it was really hard to grip. Um, and, and I think that was the problem. And I agree with you. And Joe even admitted it. Look, I got to get better playing in those conditions. Um, that's no excuse from him at all. And, and I just, for me personally, I, I've said it before. I, I said it on social media. I think it was the perfect bad storm. You have a quarterback yeah. in week one. He's not getting a lot of reps, and he does value reps in training camp with his team. I would even say preseason because even Tyler Boyd said if they would have played in preseason, they're going to play just a few series, and then they're out of there. They're not going to play. Oh, are, are you switching to my side? That they play in preseason? Yeah, like a couple of like I just a don't think. For me personally, I, 
Look, I think next year, if Joe Burrow is having a healthy offseason, they, they will play in the preseason. I yeah. truly believe that. You know, I, I think Zach Taylor is going to be like, look, enough of this. But they need help. They need a healthy Joe Burrow in the offseason yeah. to make that happen. I don't think it makes a difference that the offensive line is out there, the wide receivers are out there, if Joe Burrow isn't out there in preseason. I think that you need you need everyone to get it to work. Um, and I know a lot of people will point and say, the offensive line still needs to get reps together even if Joe isn't out there. I think it changes. Look, we'll probably have that discussion next summer. The, the offensive line will be playing. Hopefully Joe Burrow is having a healthy offseason and he's out there too. But uh, for me personally, I think it was a lot of factors. You're coming off the calf strain. You're not getting the reps with your team. It's the the weather. Um, and you just had a bad game. And credit to the Browns defense. As we've mentioned before, they had a really great game. And that's going to be one of their toughest defenses that they have to face. Um, and I still think it's going to be a close one when they play the Baltimore Ravens this week. It, it always feels like that. They can't get the offense going lately. And uh, to be completely honest, I'm glad they don't have to see the Cleveland Browns until the last game of the season. And I hope they don't have to play the starters that they can just rest because I don't want that game to mean anything um, just with the way they match up. And you can look at the, the Jets and the Bills. Some division teams just have your number. And that's just what it feels like when it comes to the Cleveland Browns and this team. So for me personally, um, I think it was a little bit of everything. But you're saying you feel like weather is the biggest factor. Yeah, I think it was the biggest factor if I'm going to pick one. Like I think there, are, there were other issues, but weather was the main concern for me. And yes, by the way, also played that snow game against Buffalo. I felt, and he was throwing the ball fine. So I didn't feel weird about that one at all. Snow to me is worse for the skill players that have to really plant, run, and try to explode. Um, they do better in the rain than they do the snow, and the quarterback seems to do worse in the rain and better in the snow. It's kind of crazy because you think of that uh, touchdown that didn't count for Jamar Chase in the snow. Yeah. Still one of my favorite catches. It's like, how did you make that catch? It's the snow is coming down so hard and he's just so talented. Uh, but I agree with you. Uh, it, it would make sense if it was kind of flip-flopped when it comes to how the weather is with, with the quarterback. And yeah, Joe struggled and he has to get better in those games. Uh, let's get to our next question over there in the Twitter world. Is Cincinnati's run game underrated? It was last year. Um, and it might be this year. I just think, you know, people didn't think of it as a real threat, but they were top five in efficiency metrics. I think both EPA per play and success rate, which just measures, you know, how successful was the run. There's some issues there, but that's why I use multiple stats to look at it. They were just the kings of getting five to six yards. And that wasn't how it was last week, but we'll see, you know, one game sample size versus however many there were last year. Uh, I'm, it was post week four, so week five and on. Because I just, there's like last year, it's pre week four, post week four, or, it, or pre week five, and then week five and beyond, basically. It's just like, you know, the offense just changed. So I look at stats mostly from that time on. They were top five in efficiency. And I don't think anybody talked about them like that. So, yeah, I, I think it's a little underrated, especially when you talk to other people that don't watch the Bengals. I think even with the fans, uh, just just a little underrated. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you think 
This isn't a Twitter question right now, but do you think uh, Joe Mixon or Chase Brown score a touchdown on Sunday? And I know Chase isn't activated yet, but I'm just throwing it out there. Um, sure. See, the confidence on that seems very 50-50. You're like, nah, nah. That's kind of how I feel about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe Mixon gets in the end zone. Yeah, I could see it. That's why I said sure. I think it'd be five forty-five towards it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they get in the end zone. That would be really ideal from uh, week one, scoring a touchdown at home. Next question over there on Twitter: Which DB provides the best matchup against Zay Flowers? Chidobe himself. Um, maybe even a combo of him and DJ Turner, but I think. Awuzie, when he's healthy, does a great job sticking with those shifty guys. Uh, he has issues against the kind of like thickums, the AJ Brown types, but he didn't have issues with guys that were able to shift, move, run, change speed because he's able to do all that. Now the injury changes that a little bit. You know, is he still that good with it? The other part of this though is just they're not going to shadow Zay Flowers, in my opinion. One because he's a rookie, but two because I'm expecting a lot of zone from Cincinnati here because they want to keep eyes on Lamar Jackson. So what would be the point, you know, like shadow him over there to play to the curl or whatever. I mean, I guess if you're just playing three deep zones, kind of man on the outside, if they want to put flowers out there, I think, yeah, I think that's about it. It's just, I, I would expect if they do anything like that, or maybe on money downs, third, fourth down, they're going to put a woozie over him. But other than that, I don't think they're going to treat him as if he's Devontae Adams or, you know, they barely shadow in the first place. You can think of the Super Bowl where Cooper Cup was able to get against whoever he wanted. Yes, 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 yes. Everybody remembers that. Uh, kind of staying with the secondary right now when, when you mentioned Cheeto, it does feel like he's on a rep count, which makes sense. You're coming off the ACL and they're able to rotate DJ Turner in there. What did you think of DJ Turner in his first start? A little up and down. Now, I think he was mostly solid to fine, but there was just one rep where Watson missed him. And, you know, both quarterbacks are missing everything. But Watson missed him, but he kind of fell down on a slant route. And maybe that was the rain. Maybe it was, you know, footing, whatever. But it kind of stuck in my mind of just like, oh, you can't fall down on a route. You ought to be able to make the tackle if you get beat. Yeah, we'll see what that looks like. And if um, if, if Cheeto's still not out there for uh, the majority of the snaps, snaps on the defensive side, and I wouldn't be surprised. It might take a couple weeks before Lou and, and Zach Taylor feel comfortable putting him out there for the whole game. Next question. Cheeto, oh, I just wanted to add, Cheeto's snap count was interesting because he played a majority of the first half. I went back When I went back and watched a second time, well, I guess a third time because I watched it live too. But when I went back and watched the coaches film a second time, I was trying to keep track of when they started pulling Cheeto. And first half, he was in there most of the time, and they pulled him a little bit. And then second half, it was mostly Turner, and then he would come in for key downs or dime packages or, you know, a drive here and there. Yeah, and, and the good news when it comes to Cheeto, um, you know, he's been fine at practice. Uh, so it, it's good to hear after his first start out there. Uh, to, to be determined on what it looks like on, on Sunday. I know we've already kind of um, hit on this in the running back room, uh, Chase Brown making his debut on Sunday. If Chase Brown is out there, it was one of uh, another Twitter question we had. What what are your expectations for him? Not much. Uh, I'm hoping – what I'm hoping for is an explosive play because I think he does have home run speed, and I think he has that potential. But a rookie's first start, and he's probably not getting that many carries without some type of injury – not much expectations. I, I'm kind of like, 
yeah, I'm hoping I see something. I hope I'm seeing a flash. I guess I'm expecting to see. I'm expecting to see um, solid vision. I think that's where I would go. Is like, is the game moving at the right speed for him, or is he sped up, or is he too slow, or does it just feel like he's overwhelmed? That's what I'll mainly be looking for because if, if the game's moving at the right speed for him, I think he can be a solid running back this year, at least a part of the committee. But if it's moving a little fast for him, maybe you have to put him on ice for a little while. 